When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Yes, it is a massive racing day. You've got the Golden Slipper. You have got the All-Star Mile. Now, gentlemen, 12 months ago, a horse called Mugatu uh, participates in the... Uh, the All-Star Mile, voted on by the fans. And the $5 million purse, 2.25, goes to the winner. Trained by a humble man from Newcastle called Chris Lees. Here's how it planned out. Russian Camelot, then Behemoth, Russian Camelot and Magatou. Stride for stride, Magatou fights, Magatou for New South Wales. One All-Star Mile, three by a half. Second Russian Camelot. Yeah, mugger two for New South Wales, mugger two for Chris Lees, and he's joining us today. G'day, Chris. G'day, Joel. Mate, take us back to that particular day. I mean, to win a $5 million race, which is more than the Melbourne Cup or, or close enough to the Melbourne Cup, uh, what was the feeling back in the day? And were you super confident going into the race? Uh, look, we, we got in by um, the committee put him in. They had, they had a couple of spaces left to, to fill the field. So we were lucky enough just to get into the race that was a, a bonus and um i was very pleased with his preparation we just gave him one conditioning run a month out so he got down there in really good order but at the time the track was pretty firm and um there was talk of rain it just hadn't eventuated all day but luckily about an hour before the race the heavens opened up and it took the track into that um softer heavy range which is his preferred surface and our confidence certainly grew and he was aided by a wonderful ride from Hugh Bowman Actually, it was really good to to him and Bowman and Oliver going toe-to-toe from about the 400-metre mark, and um, we are lucky enough to get the result. Oh, massive win. Chris, for those listeners who aren't into their racing as much as what perhaps us four are, what would you say your, your most famous three victories have been to this point? Uh, that's certainly up there with, um, I'd say, Lucia Valentini winning the Queen Elizabeth Stakes uh, four or five years ago, and after that, I'm... I'm not sure. I could probably throw a few in. I wouldn't be able to pick the third one. Chris, uh, Steve Philp here, mate. I uh, hope you're well. Uh, long-time fan of yours. Uh, mate, <laughs> how, good, how good was I at footy? Uh, if you could just tell the boys. I was um, standing here with two guys who played first grade. but yeah, Sadly, yeah. Similar, similar, um, similar to myself. <laughs> we, played a lot of, we played a lot earlier in the day than most. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, Chris, what number would be on your back typically? Were you a scheming halfback, number nine perhaps? Or nine. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Chris, Mark Carroll, mate, I've, he's been boasting that we're here on the show. And he's, the way he was saying it, he said, oh, mate, you've got to ask him how good a f- footballer I was because I used to always tackle him. But I'm looking at his physique across the uh, table here, mate. I've seen bigger arms on the clock. <laughs> mate, he's it, got them lucky legs. Lucky they don't snap, hasn't he? I do remember the blokes, like the old blokes at the clubs that were always, you know, every club's got these old blokes. They yeah. used to get so annoyed at me. I didn't run straight a lot. I used to run about sort of – my metres per game were massive, but yeah. it was a lot sideways. <laughs> and blokes are just yelling out. Out, mate, just yeah. run forward. Just run forward. <laughs> hey, Chris, uh, we, we appreciate having a chat with you on such a busy day. Where, where are you right now? I've just got to Rose Hill. Um, just um, 
not long out from race two, and I'm in race three and four. So, mate, if you see, hopefully, if you see Gary Portelli today, just um, <laughs> get, say a big shout out from his cousin Mark Carroll. I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, he's pretty nerdy. He'd be on edge today, big guys. So I'll be standing clear after the slip, I think. Do you, uh, as um, trainers, do you guys ever catch up and have a beer together, like you know, when you're at a, at a, uh, at a Rose Hill or something? Is there look, any mateship in the house or you like each other? Not, not a great deal. <laughs> <laughs> trainers <laughs> hate each other, do they? So. <laughs> no, no, we get on pretty well. Yeah. But I'm probably a bit secluded being in Newcastle. But I, I know the Warwick Farm boys are all pretty solid. So cool. there's a few of them here. So I'm sure they'll be cheering for each other's horses. Cool. Tell you what, Chris, uh, you mentioned you got some in race three, race four, race ten. You have got three in race three by my calculations. You've got Mustagir, Lunacies, and – or is it just the two? Just the two in race it's one. Just, just the two. Our candidate didn't, didn't go in a start. Ah, right. Our candidate misses out there. Uh, what do we expect from both those two? Oh, Mustagir could be in light of better days. He does like the ground, but um... – you know, he, he needs to show us something today. But I really like Bluntsies as a horse. Whether he can win from the wide gate today, he'll be giving away a big start. But um, he's on track for a Sydney Cup and he'll be, he'll be competitive today. But I think he'll be better again in a few weeks' time. I backed it straight away after the, for the Sydney Cup after the last start. Um, for the Sydney Cup? Yeah. Did you see its last run? It was yeah. epic. It was flying home. The thing that won, won well, but it was coming from a fair way back, and obviously it'll step, step up and trip for the Sydney Cup. Get on, I say. Hey, Chris, the other one, um, <laughs> get on. Um, Jesus, this is the whole thing with horses and how bloody hard they are. Mustagir uh, won an Ebor Cup, didn't it, yeah. a couple of years ago? Yeah, he won the Ebor before he came out for the... Then I took over, he ran, a, ran fifth or sixth in the Caulfield Cup. That's right. Uh, he's won a Parramatta Cup, and he, he's ran another uh, couple of Melbourne Cups. He's, I think he ran... Um, might have been second in the BMW a couple of years ago. But he, he's been around the money. He's earned good prize money. Um, but like all of us, he's getting a little long in the tooth. Chris, you used to have a horse called the Eighth Immortal. And I, no, I noticed that you don't train it anymore. Was the problem that it just used to, like, you know, be out partying, is up all night, you couldn't get a hold of it for training? Yeah, very wayward, very wayward. Yeah. Hey, Chris, um, a mate of mine's got a horse, Harmony Rose, in the fourth, uh, which you've got yep. a few runners there. I've been tipped Lelude, uh, but is there any reason why Galaxy Bell doesn't come away with a win? No, no reason why she can't. Um, she loves this type of ground. She was during an unlucky second um, to a horse called Surefire, who go close to starting favourite in in, um, in the race after Lunchy's race that we we're talking about, so she could easily make a presence for Galaxy Bell. Hey Chris, being a bit of a novice punter in myself, sure I've got a cousin who's a horse trainer. I don't, I don't bet on horses that often, but you're saying you know, used to the ground. When it's absolutely bad torrential rain, how do you know it's going to run good? How do you know it's good for the run? Well, you don't, well, you don't really know until you you try them on that type of ground. It's, it's a little weird how humans probably a fast bloke will always be a fast bloke no matter what the ground is but horses a lot of it's a confidence thing and what they've grown up on so you often find the european and the kiwi horses love wet ground okay. because it's what they've been brought up on whereas our horses from an early age are on probably firmer footing um but some are even in their genes a lot of breeds there's different breeds that are really show great wet track statistics but again okay. you don't really know until you try them that's very interesting. Uh, look, yeah. you think about it, it's just the natural athleticism in in the the rain or the hard. But as Chris says, it's a confidence thing. You know, yeah. being being willing to push the limits on the more shaky ground. Race ten, Chris uh, Samut. It is uh, back seven bucks into four twenty. Uh, there are a few scratchings, of course, which add to that. But how is expected to go? Well, she's only had one Australian start. She's another one who, as I was just saying, with the European profile, she she loves the soft ground. 
she won well her first start in Australia. Although that was in um, midweek company, so she's jumping a few grades here, but we thought we'd give her an opportunity because we get the right surface and being a mare, if she was able to win or place today, it certainly enhanced her value in time. Hey, Chris, we know you're under the pump today and we appreciate that, mate. To get uh, your time this close to a race for yourself, uh, we do appreciate it. But is there anything else we need the pen out for this afternoon, anywhere perhaps away from Rose Hill? Uh, I've got one at Ipswich called Aquilian. I think he's around at about 4.28 this afternoon. He's probably our, probably our best chance all day. Beautiful. Chris Lees, mate, we appreciate your time. Thanks, Chris. Uh, one year anniversary since you won the All-Star Mile. Congratulations on that and we appreciate your time here on Crunch Time. Good on you, boys. Anytime. Thanks. Uh, yeah, gee, buddy. that's good, isn't it? Chris Lees, who's at the track now at Rose Hill, he's got a race coming up very, very shortly, and he affords us his time. Yeah, he didn't really give us much in terms of what we should back. I mean, that one, <laughs> that one in Ipswich, maybe. Yeah. But well, I don't know the price on it, if, you, if you've had a look. But well, let, uh, let, Let's get on ourselves first before <laughs> we just get too carried away with it. Uh, that is at Ipswich. We look forward to that. That is race six, by the way. Brad Pengelly uh, will take the reins there. Aquilian, oh, it's $1.55. Oh, oh, thanks, Chris. what a tip, Chris. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, yeah, maybe, yeah. That, maybe that's one for the multis. <laughs> what a stitch-up. <laughs> oh, yes. Keep them coming in, by the way. Uh, great sporting events teams, players, where they've got up off the canvas to celebrate Belle Jour's big win 22 years ago. I'll break it back with more. Yeah, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is a way to have your say. And as we said, uh, Spud, he gets who he wants. Gary Portelli, who has got such a busy day. Gary Portelli, leading trainer in Sydney. He's got Sajardin at $7.50. He's got another horse called Fireburn at $9. In other words, he is in this race up to his eyeballs. And I'm pleased to say he's on the line now on such a busy day. G'day, Gary. Afternoon, team. How are we? Well, I was just telling the story before um, about a bloke I used to play footy against, Gary, called Michael Pez, and his first ever horse he bought, 5% into a horse, 1000 bucks he spent, called She Will Rain, and you took it to raining or right? It won the bloody golden slipper. What are your memories <laughs> of that? Yeah, Pez is a legend from Camden. Everyone knows him. Uh, legend around town, and he bought it to a beautiful filly, uh, they weren't expecting a real lot, and they had to come away with the, the biggest prize of all, the Golden Slipper. So, um, yeah, look, some great memories. Um, my first Golden Slipper win, I'd had about nine goes of it over the years leading up to it. So it's a hard enough race to get into, let alone win, and finally got it over the line. So um, great relief, and here we are again five years later, and um, got two wins this time, so hopefully we salute with one of them. Yeah, Gary, thanks for uh, coming on, mate. I really appreciate it. I know you're a busy man today and I've got my fingers crossed for you, but I had to one-up this guy, Steve. He came in here saying, I'm going to know this bloke called Chris Lees. I said, mate, I'll go further. I'm going to go Gary Portelli. But, uh, mate, I, I just, I, I just um, mate, you know how I feel um, about what you do. I'm just really proud of you. Thanks, mate. I've always been proud of you too, mate. Like, you're a legend of the sport. You you know, you, you, you wore your heart on your sleeve and you got out that field and, and mate, um, yeah, it's been, uh, you know, great following you, even after football, mate. You're still a legend after football and carried yourself so well. So, mate, um, uh, for me, it's just, I'm, I'm a difference. Um, I don't get out in the paddock and do it. I've just got to hope that the, that the people or the horses I train get out and do it. So, um, a little bit out of my control. Yeah, well, your two chances today, um, what's your gut feel? Uh, look, I think the Colts, um, he's got the sort of good, honestly, mate, if I... I can't split them. I'd like to be able to. Let's split your kids up, mate, you know. Um, they've, they've, both, they've both just been racing well. They've both had four starts. They've both, they've both won three of their four. Both horses are coming off last start wins on wet tracks. We've got a wet track here today. You know, it's just, they're, they're, they're here to win. That's what the price. One's $7, one's $9. She's been heavily supported, though, on, on course today. 
if any rain hits during the day, it'll make bring her ride into it because she's an absolute swimmer. Um, she's by he's by Sebring, who won a golden slipper, um, and she's by a stallion called Rebel Dane, who I trained to win a couple of group oh. ones with as well. So, you know, there's so many ties, and you know, just getting is a hard thing to do for starters. They've got to win well over a hundred thousand dollars in prize money for starters. Um, they're young horses; they were only born two Augusts ago, so they're, they're only two-year-olds. Um, and, you know, they can train off on you pretty quickly if you put too much pressure on them. And so I feel both of my horses are here right at their peak and um, the two good riders on, both drawn well. Like I said, I can't split the two, but I hope if one gets into a bit of trouble, the other one doesn't get in trouble, you know, and we get some luck. Yeah, we're chatting to champion trainer Gary Portelli. Two runners in the Golden Slipper, of course. He's won it before. John Tapp did a fandom call during the week. Shajardin was the... The winner of the race, according to John Tapp. Now, for me, I'm going to back Fireburn, Gary, and you've seen this many, many times, and this is what racing can do, and sport can do for that matter. Uh, Brent Navdullah had a yeah. terrible fall, a, a fractured neck, and he rides for you on Fireburn. And, and it's I, I love these sort of romantic stories, and they can pan out that way, can't they, Gary? They do. You know, it's amazing. He's come back from a broken neck, and I think he was getting a bit stale on the game up until that point. It's amazing when something looks like it's been taken away from you, yeah. appreciate it more. He's come back with a real level of intensity now. Um, and he's already won a group one for the first few weeks he was back riding. So he's gone to a new level without him, you know, without him trying, really. But I think that's the, that's the thing. And, and then you've got Jason Collard, who's just had a, a, a newborn a couple of months ago, you know, and he's now gone to a new level. Yeah. He's riding group one. So it's amazing how, like you say, there's a story behind a story. Both jocks are keen, are hungry. Um, Jason Collett has been riding both these horses, so he had to choose one of the other. Couldn't ride them both, so he's riding the Colt. Wow. And uh, lucky enough, because the Phillies only get 54 and a half kilos to carry, uh, Brenton Abdullah was there and available. So hopefully um, he can do us some justice. And, you know, but a big difference, I'll tell you what, if she wins, she's probably worth $3 million at stud. If he wins, he's worth about 30 or 40 million. Oh, jeez. Oh, so you clearly got a favourite. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, if they hit the line together, I know which one I'll be riding. Yeah. Uh, I'll be the line, for sure. I hope the owners of the, of the Philly aren't listening. But um, no. I tell you what, there's a, there's a big drink at the end of the 30 or 40 million. I'll tell you. Oh, is there <laughs> Hey, just on the Philly, uh, Fireburn. Uh, I reckon Rebel Dane almost wore those colours or something similar. Is there similar yeah, ownership? They, he did. He did. Yep. They, they, they raced the stallion, but they went and bought a mare to put to him, and they produced this foal. Wow. So, same owners. Gary, um, look, I just want to break it to you, because Spud fired up as soon as I said that I had Chris Lees on the show, and then, you know, he's quite a competitive bloke. He's got headgear on, just for your information right now, <laughs> and in, in the studio. And <laughs> it really has. brought out the – he truly does. It really brought out the, the you know, the competitiveness of, of Spud. I'm just going to yeah, reveal I don't to even him. know who Chris Lees is, mate. Who's Chris Lees? <laughs> well, oh, there's yeah, a stitch. Right. He bashing around the paddock. Every time he took the ball up, I smacked him. Mate. <laughs> 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 no, I was just about to say, that wasn't even Chris Lees. Been on the show. I just got to mate and pretend uh, who it was, but um, mate, what's what was Spud like at the you know Christmas? The family's oh, all over, question. couple of beers. Was uh, Spud getting mate, you know? Was he I'm running at you. people in the backyard, or did he ever tackle you on the way to the toilet? Or oh, dad of the Carol's going to be there? Well, he probably has told you because he probably would have. He's a very fast bowler as well. Oh, so I remember many Christmases, you know, brand new ball facing Mark Carroll <laughs> off a long run. Oh. 
He's very good at the short one too. I was a very good batsman. He knew that, but he didn't stop him from sticking the short one in every now and then. Um, you know, plenty of times I heard the stumps rolling. They'd roll, I reckon they'd do 14, 15 spins after you hit them. <laughs> oh, the good old um, he was a very fast bowler. Um, never played football against him, thank Christ. Um, but yeah, geez, um, very competitive, mate. Arm wrestling, whatever it was on, it was, you couldn't beat him. If he did, he'd never at the end of it. Um, I know as a player, <laughs> I was horrible before a game. Um, I had certainly superstitions what I did day in, day out before I, before I played the game. Do you do the same thing for your race? Have you got a, some sort of schedule you do every day? Do you wake up a certain time, eat certain food? I used to eat like 16 potatoes before a game. <laughs> oh, my God. Jeez, they hurt coming out. <laughs> That's the foil you wrapped them in, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily, I don't have to be the athlete here because um, the sausage and onion roll this morning certainly wouldn't be any good to be late on the day. Um, but, look, mate, I, I wear odd socks. And I've got a this sort of greenish coloured tie. They tell me it's a Tiffany green. Um, and it's my grandfather, as you know, Spud was a oh, jockey. Yeah. Um, and he used to say green on the racetrack should never be seen. So I accidentally wore it one day, and the bloody thing won that day. Oh, so I've had to wear it ever pop. since. Cause, yeah. And I think I've won about 20 races in the last few months with this tie on. Um, and I just keep wearing it. Every time I think I can get a winner, I wear this tie, and they win. So... Until um, until I get beat, I'll keep wearing it. So hopefully today brings us some luck. But um, another thing, like Pop being the next jockey, he would have been absolutely thrilled to be able to see. Mark obviously played for Australia um, and then do the things he's done and, and to see me training racehorses, which he always told me I should have done, but I used to have show horses he thought it was a waste of time. Right. Um, but he, he would have loved to have been a part of what I'm doing today. It would have been... Um, he'd have been pretty proud, and I'd be proud to, to be doing what we're doing. But, um, look... It's going to be a great day today. There's a massive crowd out here. I don't think I've seen this many people wow. for two or three years. <laughs> um, you know, with COVID, etc. Everyone's having a great time. Um, it's just good to see people back doing some normal things again. Well, Gary, look, we, we appreciate your time. And like Chris, uh, Chris got the very late notice. You got the very late notice. And this is what I love about the racing game, where people are so knockabout. It's a major, major day there, and, and you've given up your time on such a busy day, like Chris has. Uh, mate, we appreciate it. Uh, may we see that green shine bright um, <laughs> with that quinella and the, the golden slipper. And look, our listeners no are loving it. Yeah, mate, we appreciate it, Gary. All the best. No trouble, mate. I'll send you the account. Where do I send the account to, mate? <laughs> uh, spud at gmail.com. <laughs> Good luck. I know you. <laughs> uh, there he is. Good luck, mate. Gary Chase Portelli, who Thanks, is guys. chasing a golden slipper. And on the back of that, you just want to see him win it, don't you, boys? Yeah. Mate, it's, what a champion bloke. He is. He's, um, no, he's just always – he's a general bloke. Speaks from the heart. And, yeah. Uh, you can see it's like a – I think it's like a – a rugby league player yeah. and a coach. You want to go and work out for your coach. He treats these horses like he's their own child, as he said, and uh, you can just see why they want to run hard for him. Well, he, just a quick one. Now, you've had Gary Portelli and yeah. I had Chris Lee's. Joel yeah. Kane's offered nothing. And, <laughs> but I do – I, I want to – I, I can't I can't let Spud win. So uh, just leave it with me for a minute. Okay. And I'll, I'll, I'm going to go through the phone. Right have, on. A little, okay. have a look through and see if I can get someone. It'll be big. Like, I'm going to go – you, I'm gonna, you, it's not a horse trainer. No. <laughs> <laughs> Righto, uh, go through the Rolodex. We're yes. going to go through that. But this is Crunch Time brought to you by Isuzu. The Isuzu D-Max is born to live. You can get involved. one three hundred o one eleven seventy. The text line 0457-736-736. Tweet us at 1170SEN. After the break, there's a cage. It needs to be rattled mm. by our man Sparta breaking back with more. 
It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.